That was Dib Squad with Couldn't Even, But Then Could, and Finally Did. It's 8.36 p.m. You're listening to Fakahatchee Radio. I'm Morris Wexler. The wind is very expensive. And cocaine and a crack pipe in the car. And I said, "Uh uh-oh, that doesn't sound good. Helicopter that's raging back there. Thank you for tuning in this evening. Here are the headlines currently trending on the FakahatchieGazette.com website. FakahatchieGazette.com. News, but not the kind Epstein used. Former Florida gubernatorial candidate Andrew Gillum announced his bisexuality to a television reporter, loudly declaring, now anyone can come and get this hot chocolate. Wife of Fauci avoids ouchie vows she will remain ouch-free. And Halloween canceled, but maybe not, but also, eh, probably. Better eat all that candy you bought either way. You can always get more. But turning to our main story from around the globe. And then we keep turning and still turning and oh, look, we're back to the United States. America. All right, looking at U.S. news. Today, during a press conference about an infrastructure week that will never come, U.S. President Donald Trump unveiled the latest weapon from the research division of the U.S. Army in partnership with DARPA, highly trained assault cats to battle insurgents in the Middle East. As America continues to slowly remove their troops from the region, this is a shocking new advancement in the war on terror that could become America's next line of defense in battling the ISIS caliphate and Taliban insurgents. This is Chief Scientist Dr. Victus Claysmeller. It's a simple system. By deploying these assault cats, we're targeting the legs and balance of these extremists, slowing or in some cases tripping and stopping ISIS completely from reaching their targets. And if they're carrying something, you better believe these assault cats are going to be making them spill it. Uh, I just hope that, you know, they're carrying a hot soup. The assault cats are expected to begin deploying to troubled regions as early as 2021. However, many insiders have implied intel exists that these cats may have already been used, possibly since early March, on Somali targets outside of congressional purview and oversight. We caught up briefly with General Lama Richteronioni, who's in charge of the program. Look, each of these assault cats has cost us about $10 million in food, training, and treats, and it is worth every penny, because we're very excited to see these pussies bring down some bad dudes. Also, you should see them in an Afghani sunbeam. You've never seen raw American courage quite so cuddly, except maybe when SEAL Team 6 would get sleepy with soup tummy. That was damned, damned fine American cuteness. Critics of the program, like people with obnoxious bumper stickers, have pointed out how many schools could have been built with just the cost of one assault cat, a criticism the military has rebutted, pointing out it's hard to kill people with a school unless you physically drop it on a target from 30,000 feet in the air, and that makes it terribly difficult to aim. Maybelline has earned a coveted Brand of the Year award from consumer advocate group W.K. Reitler for the bold steps it's taken in revamping some of its cosmetics, including the introduction of a new forward-thinking 36-hour mascara. 
This tops the previous record for a wearable mascara by a whole additional 12 hours, blowing away many of its competitors who just aren't able to go from boardroom to bedroom and back to boardroom and possibly lunch. Here's Maybelline's spokesman, Turj Connectajaj. Market research was consistently showing that 24 hours just wasn't long enough. Many of the young women that use our cosmetics work a full day. Hashtag lady boss. And in the evening, these same women fear being abducted or disappearing. And you can't even file a missing persons report with the police until after 24 hours. We're pleased to give these women another 12 hours to be found in the woods or perhaps a creepy shed somewhere and still look their very best. When they're found in their car after being trapped in a snowstorm and they're crying and hugging their families, we want that mascara not to run. And we want you to ask, was she born with it? Or maybe it's Maybelline. Not to be outdone, Revlon has announced it's been testing a new cheek contouring, rose gold blush, that's bulletproof. But has said it still needs a lot more human testing before they're able to roll it out to consumers. Of course, everyone knows Fakahatchi is rich in history, both cultural and political. From being the homeland of a Native American tribe no Dutch people ever bothered to learn the name of before forcing them at gunpoint to leave, to folk artist Rita Ober, the Queen of Meat, and graffiti legend turned sculptor Shit Pie. And now, in that very same vein, is Plinth Foresight of the Fakahatchi Museum and Heritage Society with a little piece about our history. Thanks, Horace. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, allow me to, to paint a picture for you of a story. Well, I guess if it's a story, I, I should probably write it out. The year oh, was 1926. I'm just going to read. I, I'm going to tell you the story. Uh, stories can be audible, too. The year was 1926. Uh, Fuck, didn't have any paved roads. And uh, what few pathways there were was uh, dirt or, or mud. Uh, sometimes, uh, well, we won't talk about what else in that road. This was because uh, we didn't have any cars. We had some horses. Uh, uh, but few residents back in 1926 had even seen a car. Uh, though they had uh, all certainly heard about how if you made a car mad, uh, it would try to chase you down and, and then put a uh, pipe inside your butthole and pump you full of machine blood. Um, our education system wasn't very good then. Uh, and it would be uh, some long years later before we would enjoy the cruising culture of the type portrayed in American graffiti. Uh, so without cars or uh, an understanding of cars, uh, residents, uh, Fakayachi, would, would have to invent their own transportation. Uh, Fakayachi was and has always been a town of colorful characters and creative minds. For instance, uh, a lippy Bryden, grandfather to, to William Bryden of the, of the infamous road, was known to grease up an old hog's hide until it was as slippery as ice, and using a rowboat paddle was known to push himself up and down the muddy streets, hollering at the ladies of the time, and uh, occasionally in the middle of the night when the air is wild, oh, I reckon you can still hear his calls of, Hey, mama, you a frill cookie pusher cause daddy don't want no iron pants. He must have really had the intercourse, because uh, he died in 1932 of a mysterious illness everyone called Wick Drippins. Uh, there, there were dozens of others, and I encourage you to visit the museum to check them out, but uh, none were more popular, probably, than Nash and Froop's personal trains. All and he spent, oh, I'd say the, the better part of a year constructing harnesses. Each person who wanted on the train... Uh, 
mainly the incredibly rich. I would sit on what's best described as a simple sled or toboggan with an iron hoop at the end. Now Ashton, uh, Mr. Froop, had heard of an engine from a fella in prison, but uh, couldn't wrap his head around the idea of a machine that was able to move. He wasn't a bright fellow, uh, or a good man, according to the town records that had the reason for his prison sentence listed as sex with a goat. So Ashton, in his uh, racism, reached out and hired several of the strongest Native Americans he could find for his personal train. Well, these, uh, we'll call them pullers, would slowly walk through the town and the rider would toss a hook to them, which they would latch onto their harness and would then be pulled along through the town from, from place to place. Oh boy. I'm sure it was a sight to behold all these well-dressed straw motor hat-clad businessmen commuting to and, and from their foreman jobs at the factory, waving hello to each other. Now this, uh, like all of every little second of history, is incredibly, incredibly racist. Oh, how racist it was. But uh, what's fascinating is uh, many of these men pulling these uh, these personal trains, these Native Americans, were paid quite well for their toils. Uh, it was honest work. They needed strong men, and they were, uh, they were treated well. But they had been saving up bit by bit, so by the time 1931 rolled around, Many of these pullers, uh, these were smart men, too. Not just strong, but uh, incredibly smart. They had gone north and purchased uh, actual automobiles, actual cars, uh, which they brought back. And uh, then they would drive around with the residents attached to the back. Uh, still via rope uh, to the frame. Uh, and because these were these were cars, not just them pulling it, uh, the wheels would uh, spray these rich folk in the face with uh, unpacked horse dung and mud from the road. And these rich folk came to be called shit eaters. Uh, usually because they were terrible assholes, but uh, also because the dirt and shit from the road would paint their teeth brown. Uh, that was until William, William Bryden, <laughs> the very same William Bryden, finally said enough and invented uh, the mud flap. And uh, that is how Fakahatchee's sports team became the Fakahatchee Mud Flaps. Go Mud Flaps! Back to you, Horace. Huh, wow. That is not for one hot second where I thought that story was going. History is full of twists and turns, huh? All right, thank you very much, Plinth Forsyth. Uh, if you'd like to learn more, the Fakahatchee Museum and Heritage Society is open three days a week from 11 to 2. All right, and now turning to local news. When news breaks, we're there. William Bryden Avenue has become increasingly dangerous. Street Dust Kings continue to mark their territory. The owner of The Bulge, a local brew pub, has accused the dust arson after a suspicious fire broke out the last evening. A self-appointed spokesman for the Dust King has argued that they were too busy doing something with cool people. 82 degrees north, northeast, 82 degrees south, southeast, frequency clarity at 78%. Accelerator is at 1 hertz and climbing to target. Estimated attenuation, 91%. SPL meters register 20 dBs and climbing. However, several different known members of the Dust King were photographed and videotaped by themselves and others while carrying large, seemingly heavy containers of gas. Salinity chambers, injections levels wavering at 14% above control. Salinity levels locked at 15% holding. Accelerator is at 47 hertz and climbing. Directional adjustment 30 degrees north-northeast. SPL meters register 179 decibels. Frequency clarity at 92%. Estimated attenuation 32%. 
Accelerator is at 1 kilohertz and climbing. Subject is secured in chamber. Frequency clarity. And it's turtle racing, uh, a popular pastime here in, in Fox. Accelerator at 400 kilohertz and locked. Frequency clarity at 94%, check 93%. Awaiting input, order given. Saline injectors flushed and pumping. Estimated attenuation, 12%. Full screen, Marconi has fired. Clarity at 90%. Attenuation is at 32%. The receiver's on, but nobody's home. Go to code orange. Shut down injectors and decrease wave acceleration. Hell, what an ever-loving fuck was that? You heard that, right? Yeah, I, I think it was even louder out here. Holy sh... Oh my god. Go look out the window. Go look out the window right now. We're still on the air. Okay. Uh, okay. Just um. Just 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 go look. All right. Um. Uh. If you're still with me and uh, your ears weren't just I don't, I don't know blown off your head entirely, uh, there's just been I, I can only describe it as like a tremendous screaming uh, across the sky. I I heard it inside of the booth. Uh, my producer heard it as well. Uh, I don't, I don't really know how else to explain uh, what it sounded like. Um, I, I would guess everyone heard that, that that was within 50 miles of Fakahatchee. Um, sorry, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm shaking. Um, it was, it was almost like a jet, uh, but without the roar or um, uh, what you'd expect a rocket to sound like if it, if it flew over, but, but didn't uh, explode. Um, so. Uh, I'm, I'm looking through the glass out here, um, and uh, I'm looking down the road and out the window, and, and everything from, from the south toward the, the Shoney's, uh, north towards the, the Jefferson Roundabout, seems to just be absolutely, um, absolutely coated in red. Uh, under the, the streetlights, the air looks almost, almost pink. Um, I, I don't know if this is some sort of chemical attack or, or shit, I... Uh, should not have made my producer go out and look if that's the case. Um, okay, uh, obviously, I, I have no further details at this moment. Uh, I'm trying to make sense of this, just like maybe... Hey, um, I think, I think it's blood? What? Yeah. Uh, okay, um, uh, my producer says it's blood. Um, obviously, <laughs> it seems uh, a little crazy, um, but we can't... Don't give me that look. We can't rush to conclusions. Uh, we're just trying to explain everything that we think we may have seen as eyewitnesses here. Uh, the story, obviously, uh, is probably going to change. Um, uh, obviously, we'll need some experts to weigh in as well. Um, I, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to reach out to some government officials in the area uh, and see what answers we can get. Um, maybe the NOAA, uh, I don't know, NASA. Uh, who do you call when the air is, is screaming in pink? Um... Right. Um, uh, I hope if you're listening, you're staying safe. Uh, don't don't panic. Uh, I'm starting to see some flashing lights outside. Uh, I think the the sheriff's department is is starting to make it on on scene. Um, okay. Uh, shit. Uh, it, it just seems like super weird uh, to just like play some music now. But um, uh, we're gonna keep trying to unpack this and get some answers and um. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have some updates on my show Night Drive tonight, starting uh, at twelve fifty-five. Um, 
we're yeah we're, we're gonna go to an ad uh and then i guess we'll be back with um with some music uh but we'll definitely break in with uh, any sort of answers we get uh as we get them we should play it's the end of the world by rem yeah we're not playing that too late I, i've queued it up already Fakahatchee Radio. 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 Still American for now. Hi, I'm Robard Crumbler, and I want to give your mom a kiss to help her celebrate Mooters Day. Cook up a nice meal for your baby feeder by bringing home a coned pickle whiffle. It's got that pork flavor your mouth says not to, just 366 an ounce. Your nip smuggler trying to lose some weight, she'll plan a sloppy one on you for some crispy green teeth twine, now in regular and extra flavorless, just $2.22 a graboid. The Mexicans have something they call Zabor, so treat your mama cedar to a bag of chuchambres with honey mustard diddles, now just 99 cents. Doesn't have to be Mooter's Day for great prices. You can always save on returned items like open shell eggs, just $3 a scoople. Crumbler Farms were the only grocery store with an adjacent airport. <laughs> 